this might get weird. Are we rolling? We're rolling. Well, then cheers, Grace Helbig. Cheers, Mary Hart. Look at us drinking two glasses of still water. I wouldn't classify this as a glass. Uh, you've given me this Monsters Outside fan club uh, mug. I don't know. Sometimes mug. I'm goth. Sometimes I have mugs with skulls on them. But I'm just trying to think of if you and I have ever cheersed into this podcast with just two glasses of still water. I know that I have drank water and you've been concerned for me <laughs> on previous episodes. <laughs> and so I... I like to assess... What the vibe is going to be based on what's in our cups. And for me, yeah, it's, it's we're dehydrated test. and tired. We're dehydrated and tired. And we've reached the uh, the precipice of the day where it's about to, the day's about to end. It's three o'clock in the afternoon and the sun's about to set. And so uh, why not enjoy a cool room glass of a room temperature <laughs> glass of water. A little H2O. And, yeah. the, and the day is not, a, it feels like it's about to end because right. I still haven't adjusted to I'm not going to be okay until the time goes back. I know. And was it like this last year? I refused to listen to any of our podcasts from a year ago to see if we were <laughs> no, this way last year. I don't think I complained for a friggin' month about it. But um, you and I are driving to Palm Springs tonight. So mm-hmm. like, we still got a whole ass journey yeah, ahead of us. We have a whole second half of the day to embark on. So, Ooh, so drink that water. Drink the water. Um, I need to say something out of the gate. Okay. You know, on our podcast last week, when I was talking about, I saw a small clip of Maisie Williams spoiling something on Fallon, and yeah. I felt bad, and so yeah. I, ha- I had to quit watching. Yeah. Our YouTube mm-hmm. comments, because this podcast is also on YouTube, mm. I am getting roasted for not knowing that was an April Fool's joke. Is that what they said, or was that real? No. People are being like, oh. uh, this is a testament to how good of an actress Maisie Williams is, mm. Mamrie, like, blah, blah, blah. And someone else is being like, wow. get with the times. It was on April 1st. I'm like, I did not watch. I don't watch Jimmy Fallon. Uh, yeah. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Uh, uh, guys, Nor do I involve myself in anything in the entertainment industry on April 1st ever. <laughs> no, no. I go into a, a deep, I, I go into my own little lockbox. Well, how dare you, Mamrie, have empathy thinking that that was a real human moment exhibited by one actress. I know. I literally responded to one and I was like, oh, was it? Thank God. Like, I got too oh. uncomfortable to finish, so I didn't know it was a prank. And then and people still roasting me. Well, that's why. Crazy I, for Maisie. That's why the internet scares me. It's yeah. because you can't exist without being made fun of constantly. Even, even and perhaps our, we attributed to that in the beginning phases perhaps. of this. Even in our, our own safe space of this might get weird. Yeah. A girl makes one mistake, which I wouldn't even consider a mistake. No. Just having feelings. You just misinterpreted something that was meant to be misinterpreted. It was cringe. She did her job and you were the audience for it. She did it fantastically. I will say, do you know this? That like I gotta what I gotta hear what it is first. <laughs> uh, that years and years and years ago, like when Game of Thrones first started, I went and followed Maisie Williams on Twitter. She was already following me. Mm-hmm. She had DM me that mm-hmm. her and Sophie watch you and me and Hannah. Mm-hmm. Eat that so haters. There's history. <laughs> If I knew how to go back through my DMs on Twitter and find all I can of find it. it, I wonder if she still follows you. I doubt it. I'm sure they have cleaned up uh, the way I should my Twitter of like, who do we not oh, need Oh, it was here. on Twitter, not it was Instagram. On yeah. Oh, gotcha. Wait, but Sophie Turner, she's the one who's married to the Jonas. To the Jonas now. To the Jonas. And she seems like she's doing great. 
Yeah. She seems like she's got a great sense of humor, that they have a great relationship. Didn't he get roasted recently or something? Speaking of getting roasted, yeah. all of the Jonas Brothers did a roast. <gasps> Wait, of each other? Or no, of- I think, it, I don't know what it was for, but I know it was like, Sophie Turner came out and roasted her husband. Mm. Uh, Priyanka came out and roasted them too. Like it was like the wives and other people. Yes, yes, yes. I think, I think Lily was even on it. That would make sense. Total sense. Um, so but- anyway, I guys, get off my dick. Yeah. I, I didn't know it was a trick, and I didn't watch it, and I don't watch Game of Thrones. So I just wanted, to, I needed to clear that up. Wow. I people mean, thought I was like an idiot. I'm like, I get pranked every day in my house, okay? <laughs> I know what a prank is. Your dick has been so heavy. You've had to get that <laughs> off of there. I mean. Thank you, guys. I, I have written in my notes, get off my dick. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. So funny. Oh, well, that's good. They're keeping us humble and yeah. also scared of uh, being ourselves anywhere in the world Always. of the internet. Always. Whew, I will say, um, we haven't necessarily talked about this yet. What? Another thing in entertainment. What? Uh, the the Super Bowl from two years ago? We covered it. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Fair. People were like, we're talking about the time change in the Super Bowl. Uh, let us live. Yeah. Set the documentary. Oh, Gracie. I know. Wow. Because wow. I, we recorded last week. I went back home. We both got kind of drunk. Got drunk. Got, <laughs> I got, I didn't even get drunk. I, I wasn't drinking last week. I got very stoned. Oh, okay. And then was looking for like something to watch. Yes. Came across set, S-E-T exclamation point, the documentary um, about competitive, competitive? tablescaping. You guys, huh. you know, when you see a documentary and you go, you have to like remind yourself it's not a Christopher Guest movie. That's li- OK. So I was going through uh, uh, Elliot was like, it's your turn to pick. Yeah. Because sometimes that's does that feel like a, does sometimes that feel like a, a privilege or a burden? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to say, give me the remote. I'm going to swish it around a little bit. See, what Chip does is he'll be playing his music all the time. Yeah. And then he'll be like. You never choose anything. I'll be like, I thought you enjoyed playing your own music. And well, I feel like the same with the TV. Sometimes yeah. you don't know the person who has the power is like getting resentful. <laughs> I I know all the things I really love watching. Um, and so then I'll have to give Elliot like, you know, some credence to choose some things. Uh, and then you put your time in and then I get the remote back and I get to look for what I ultimately want is reality TV and documentaries. Yeah, of course. Came across set, uh, which the description was that it is, um, you know, a piece on the competitive tablescaping um, world, yes. which one didn't know existed. I was so high that I said to Elliot when I read the description to him out loud, I said, this doc is so up my alley. My alley's going to need an enema after this. <laughs> Okay, that's how I was. Okay, I have been looking through so many things. We watched so many documentaries <laughs> that I was like, everything's already been watched. There's nothing new for us. I found set. At first, I thought it was a scripted series. Yeah. Found out it was actually a documentary, and I was like, tear filled in the eyes, joyful to oh. see it. Yeah, uh, you guys. Basically, it's these people. When we say competitive tablescaping, we truly mean like taking a dinner table and setting it, but to a theme. Yeah. So like. It, it could be like Arabian Nights or uh, Jungle Cruise or just like love. But yeah. but they're also very specific about 
the placement of the plates like they take out tape measures to make sure everything there's is formal etiquette forks. to all of it yeah there's and they're at county fairs this is where they compete at county fairs this one or yeah state fairs probably kind of covers orange county and uh la county fairs oh the second the only thing better than oh. finding a documentary where you're like this is my life now mm-hmm. is when you realize that it's near you and in proximity and you could go like yes. when the cat competition came out and uh-huh. then I went to some cat competition <laughs> some water I got a hairball just talking about it cat competitions because like if you see one and you're like oh motherfucker yeah that takes place in Ireland it's gonna be a minute yep. but this one's in Southern California this one's in Southern we can California. go Grace we could Enter, Enter memory. Wait, do you think they're going to have like an overflow? They're going to like cap it because so many people know. saw the documentary. I looked up. It didn't happen this last year. I don't because, think it happens in the spring. Well, it's like how we're supposed to judge the world's ugliest dog contest, right. which will probably happen next summer. Right. Uh, fingers crossed. I mean, wood knocked on. Yes. Uh, this uh, there's a couple different. I was trying to look up uh, other, you know, the same with the uh, dog dancing. Yes, of course. <laughs> which competitive. we love. Uh, environment that I was trying to find out where else this happens uh, but Orange County and the Los Angeles County Fair were like the main ones that were uh, focused on this documentary yes there's no cash prize no all you win is a ribbon yeah that you could buy at the dollar store for oh, yourself that's what one of the guys says in it he's just like oh I make everything because you just get a ribbon and then it cuts to the next woman she's like I spend about five grand a year <laughs> don't tell my husband I spend about five grand a year on this the woman that keeps up all of her tables in their whole house and has like seven of them throughout her house that yes. she's like for my daughter's engagement party I decided well, I to put my, my table and everyone was really proud of it I think we should absolutely join yeah. a tablescape competition. I feel like because there is there are all these different types of uh, predominantly women that enter the competition and they all kind of know each other here and there. Some of them do. Most some of, them of those don't. niche competitions, you know, mm-hmm. who is your biggest rival? Yes. You know, who's your biggest? Oh, who's oh. the returning uh, champion, etc. And it was so wild because they are also devout on this thing they spend months and months and months planning it Mm -hmm. um and then it lives at the fair for like a month after they set the table that's what i realized you you and i are going to be dressed like trench coat spies yeah watching everyone judge okay there is one in february in orlando how do we enter okay (laughs) oh oh my god yeah okay it's called tables extraordinaire Oh, no, that says 2020, but I looked up 2022. Okay. Um, We We can figure this out. Yeah, February 2nd (gasps) through 5th, 2022 in Orlando. There's also a gala that Saturday, which is probably when they do the awards. But I feel like we can also find something. Wait. Ah! Whoa. Uh Uh-oh. I've got news. What? This is uh, Martha Stewart (gasps) will make her return to HGTV in an extreme tabletop design competition series called table wars what 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 a so there's a now a reality (coughs) competition show called table wars Uh uh-huh wait is this out or uh, not table wards that's different table wards (laughs) i got excited my fingers went ahead of my brain table wars (gasps) we have to enter one of these tablescaping is the trend right now i guess so 
I mean, well, think about it because cats and dogs have been with competitions. Yeah. But there's allergies. There's upkeep. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like this is. And also, tables are meant to be far apart from each other. So even in these yes. weird times, you can still compete at a distance from each other. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I feel like we should make it a goal. Yeah. To sign up for stuff. There's got to be a ton of them. Yeah. Like sometime in the next, like in three the months year. from now yeah. or, or, or whatever. But hold on. There's a $50. Okay. Uh, Wait, this is $50 grand cash prize on the table wars. Is that correct? Wait, $50? <laughs> that's what HGTV says on this article from November 15th. But maybe that's, I'm reading I see this the wrong. entrance fee is $50. Oh, okay. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I love playing Best Fiends all dang year. But I especially love playing Best Fiends during the holiday season because it's the perfect little break when all the holiday action gets a little too stressful. Best Fiends has everything you want in a game. A fun storyline, collectible fiends, and tons of puzzles, and I, I for real can't put it down. Just you try to take it out of my hands, I dare ya. It's the best puzzle game out there in my humble and usually correct opinion. Best Fiends also has offline mode so you can play wherever, whenever, even if you refuse to pay eight bucks for Wi-Fi on your flight home or if you find yourself in a cabin in the woods. You guys, holiday travel is stressful, okay? Because even if you get there on time, you're usually delayed. You need something to do, you're bored as hell and you can spend $900 in an airport in five minutes if you don't pay attention so just hunker down at your gate and hang out with your best fiends to make the time go quicker best fiends has thousands of levels and they're always adding more so there's always a fresh challenge waiting for you so download best fiends free today on the app store or google play that's friends without the r best fiends one of the greatest things about this time of year is how good everything smells. The food, the trees in the living room, the smell of snow and the smoke coming from people's chimneys, and of course, Native's holiday-inspired scented products. Native cares about the products that you put on your body and that's why they want to stop the stink the right way. You've heard me talk about Native's legendary aluminum-free deodorant, Shore, but they want to overhaul your entire ho-ho hygiene routine with products made from simple ingredients like shea butter and coconut oil. Native has a scent for everyone from classics to seasonals, and right now they've got candy cane, sugar cookie, and fresh mistletoe. And with their personalized bundles, giving the gift of self-care is super easy with Native. I currently have their candy cane scented body wash, and whew, if I don't smell like a candy cane immediately when I come out of the shower, I mean, it's it's truly incredible. How, I'm not going to say something about licking my own body, but you get it. Stay merry, happy, and fresh this holiday season. You will love Native's limited-time seasonal products, I hope, as much as I do. Go to nativedo.com slash TMGW20 or use the promo code TMGW20 at checkout to get 20% off your first order. That's nativedo.com slash TMGW20 or use the promo code TMGW20 TMGW20 at checkout for 20% off your first order. Oh, but I, okay, look, we're going to get back into it. Mm-hmm. You guys watch the documentary set. We, we are not sponsored by them <laughs> to see what we are talking about and to see how excited. Well, the reason that I had even sent it to you is because one, it was 
incredibly wonderful. I wish I had seen mm-hmm. it right before we had podcasted last week. But then on top of that, we had talked so much about Thunder from Down Under last week. And then one of the contestants in the documentary <laughs> has a very specific relationship with the show Thunder from Down Under. And this woman is at least in her mid-60s and casually says she's been to Thunder from Down Under 42 times? 55 times. <laughs> and she says, I believe, and I quote, they brought me on stage. They're glistening. He put my hand down his pants. That was cool. <laughs> I mean, there's something, look, I'm fine going to a Thunder from Down Under, whatever. Yeah. Like, there's something about it that while I don't find it sexy at all, Mm-mm. I find it extremely innocent. Yeah. Because like, A, I would never let them touch me. It's just watch it. It's too greased up. Yeah. Uh, But if from a distance, to me, it's hilarious. Yeah, I know. That's like a... I... It's not like a normal strip club, which is kind of sad. <laughs> You know I mean, what I mean? There's a bit of that too. But yeah, I haven't been to the show. I don't really necessarily want to go. I mean, I want to I want to watch the people watching the show. That is the show. Right, 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 right. As opposed to the few times I've been to a strip club, mm. I'm people watching and it feels sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like yeah. Thunder from Down Under. Those tickets aren't cheap. They're not cheap. And also, does anyone go to like mail reviews by themselves? You know what I mean? Like no. people will go to yeah. strip clubs by themselves. Yeah. But like is someone rolling up to Chippendales after a hard day to get cheered up? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like uh, librarian that yeah. just is coming home really... and lying to their partner. <laughs> librarian. <laughs> I, gotta, I couldn't find this one book. I gotta go uh, spend some extra hours looking for it. Like uh. the person who maybe that lady did though 55 times i don't think she's gone on 55 girl strips to thunder from down under that was i wanted them to expand on that series (laughs) that sequence of the documentary she's got a frequent table dancing scapes hello but also they they hint they show their table that they're working on to their swim class the Mm -hmm. zumba water class that they work with and it's got a man dancing around it which is why they start talking about thunder from down under yeah but then i thought that was gonna be what was at the actual uh fair what if you found out that your mom just like low-key loved going to male strip reviews whoa and and didn't tell anyone she went by herself with a crisp stack of sacagaweas um one where'd you get the sacagaweas (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've watched you very diligently balance a checkbook and this seems the most out of character of anything. You know. um, I think I'd have to go home more and spend more time with my mom at that oh, point. Oh, I love that answer. Yeah. yeah, I think I'd have to go give her some more family the time. has got some layers what about and you? some concerns. What would you do? Probably wouldn't be surprised. You, you like, just let it lie? No, with Caroline, I'd be like, all right, well, let's go, you little horn dog. <laughs> Like, Tell me what your favorite part is. I'm glad you have an, uh, an artistic outlet. I love it, Mom. Oh, but when we were getting into that conversation, I realized you said the credence. I don't think I've ever used credence in conversation outside of Credence Clearwater Revival, the band. Oh, what did I even say? This is you how quickly said, I forget. You were talking about who has the remote and being like, and the credence to take the remote. I don't oh, know. Yeah. It sounded very smart. Oh, I'm I'm sure I'm using words wrong that it's like who has the 
Like it's your turn to do it. What does credence actually mean? That's what I'm looking up now. Did I use it wrong? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure like, you used it right. I was impressed. Oh, yeah, I'm not calling you out. The belief or acceptance of something as true. Uh, oh. Or there's a, also a credence table, a small side table, shelf, or niche in oh a church. Oh my God, credence scaping. <laughs> credence scaping. <laughs> it's all full circle. Oh my God. No, I've just never... I'm going to try to use credence in, like, yeah, in conversation it, one time this week, and I challenge uh, you listeners to do the same. To give credence is to believe. Yes. yes. There we go. That's what I thought. That's what I... <laughs> We're getting all of our... Thesa- guys, who needs a thesaurus? <laughs> we learn all kinds of things. On- oh, but speaking of words and using them correctly or wrong. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I went to dinner on Sunday night with my friend Becca, mm-hmm. who I hadn't seen in a long time. You know, like, now there's all these friendships that it's like, I'm, hey, I'm seeing you. You now have a two-year-old. Like, that's how long the pandemic yeah. has lasted, is it's like, wow, you're, you have a full-ass toddler. Yeah, your uh, life narrative is in its second season, and yeah. I'm just catching up on it. Totally. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't need to ask how you're adjusting to motherhood, or maybe yeah. I should, but I was just like, oh, you're a straight up mom now. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. But we were sitting at a table and it's a cute little place. You've been there. Uh, little Beast. Yeah. 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 Adorable. But like one of the appetizers is like, okay, this is a two-parter. Two things. <laughs> one of the appetizers would be like a salmon mousse or something like okay, that. Okay. How do you feel about a blended fish? As as someone who... A blended fish just by itself. <laughs> just like with a spoon, like eating it like pudding. That's a no for I me, mean, dog. Like, I, think, <laughs> yes. I think there was like probably crackers or okay. or a, a, a grilled bread or okay. something like that. And I'm sure there's like spices and seasonings. Sure. In it. You just said. You just because said, I had you know, a blended fish by itself. No, because <laughs> on Thanksgiving, Elliot and I went to this prefix meal and they oh. gave us all these different courses. And one of them was just this like smoked sh- trout. Uh, no it was cheese it was like this um cheese something it was some italian word that i didn't know but it was just literally a tiny like hill in the middle of this big plate of like mozzarella like but that you could eat with a spoon there was no crackers there was no bread there were no anything uh-uh. texturally i'm not down with that i need a crunch it was delicious but i just kept being like I would love like a cracker or a textural change here. And I feel like that's wildly disrespectful because this meal and the menu is totally obviously prefix. It's figured out for us to have this like course uh, situation. And so it has been stuck in my brain though, since Thanksgiving that I was like, that was delicious. But I literally just ate like a gooey mozzarella pudding for a Was it like a panna cotta? It was not that, but it was that same texture, but it was like a different word. Yeah. I don't even really get, I I mean, I'm sure we've had this conversation before, Mm -hmm. but as far as desserts go, like, I don't want your flan. I don't want your pudding. Like the closest I'll come is a creme brulee, but you've got that crunchy scorched brulee top. Yeah. I I can't do just creamy. No. You got to throw something in there. Yeah. Unless it's ice cream, but that's it. Exactly. But even still. Even still, I I love a a rocky road. Give me a crunch. (laughs) Give me something to dig for. I don't want a smooth path. I want that rocky road. I have not had a rocky road, I think, since childhood. And I feel like that was one of my go-tos. Emotionally or you mean in dessert form? (laughs) No, no, every day is a rocky road. How has Cheryl Crow not gotten a brand deal with rocky road? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, okay I'm just. I should have been. It's too much. I'm still back on the tablescapes okay. of what our okay. theme's going to no, be. No, my two things. Okay, yeah. one, of th- one of them was 
Oh, it was about mishearing or saying words wrong. Yeah. And I asked you how you feel about like a whip, like a, oh, a fish dip. A fish right. dip. Yeah. You know, because I know Chip was doing like trout is really big in North Carolina. So mm-hmm. a lot of menus had like really nice like smoked trout dip. And, mm. and to me, I was just like, this feels weird. Yeah. 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 I mean, but I like a crab dip. Like, oh, so I don't know where you draw the line on that where kind of you stuff. Draw the line. But I don't I go for like a fish dip. <laughs> isn't my first choice i'm gonna put that out there and i know that's probably polarizing to so many people i mean the things we get away with on this podcast Mm -hmm. the controversy we engage in wow take that rogan yep um no but the second part of this is so i'm sitting there i'm having dinner there's like the salmon mousse or something i'm sure i think with like a crunchy element okay uh and i'm listening to these women beside me and they order Mm because i'm just fucking nosy i want to know what everyone's eating yeah and she ordered the salmonella mousse. And the waitress did not correct her. <laughs> and I have the salmonella mousse. She said, I'm going to start with the salmonella mousse. And then I and I waited for the waitress to laugh or something. And then she goes like, and then I'm going to do the cacio e pepe. I mean, like, no one. Her friend didn't correct her. The waitress didn't correct her. And I was like, oh, oh my God. The tables are so close together. I can't tell back of this till after we leave. Oh, wow. It cracked my ass up. Yeah, I guess at that point you have to assess if this is worth correcting is this it, woman on. Is it worth your making tip? your, uh, yeah, your customer feel like a dum-dum? I no. think I'm, oh, I think I would have laughed thinking it was a joke. And then according to me continuing to eavesdrop, yeah. it's never mentioned again. It was no, no. I mean, what if her friend's one of those people that just tunes her out as soon as she starts talking? I get, uh, so funny to me. I'll t- I just okay. Here's another challenge to y'all: uh, go out to eat and, and order the grilled salmonella. <laughs> See if, if you get corrected. Yeah, if you have salmon on the menu anywhere you and are, and if you already want to order it, order the salmonella salmonella, and then see what happens. Uh-huh. See who corrects you and who doesn't. Because I have credence that. You won't be corrected. Ooh, look at us go. See, it's like clueless. Use it in a sentence. We love it. Gift giving can be a shot in the dark sometimes. Are they going to like it? What if they hate it? Does that mean they hate me? And now I'm spiraling. Oh my God. But Brooklinen makes it easy to give gifts everyone will love. You guys, we all getting sheets. We all love a comfy robe. And this year, it's that special kind of comfort Brooke Linen provides that is always the hit. Whether you're grabbing a candle, a gift card, loungewear, bedding, decor, slippers, or other cozy accessories. See what I mean? They've got something for everyone. Brooke Linen's goal is to create beautiful, high-quality home essentials that won't break the bank. So take the guesswork out of gift giving with comfy, cozy crowd pleasers from Brooke Linen. You guys, I love my Brooke Linen sheet so much I can't even stand it. And let's be honest, with the time change you've heard me complain on this podcast i feel like getting in bed at 5 p.m not because i'm depressed because i'm so impressed by how cozy it is so actually it's kind of calling my name let me give you the 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 code give the gift of comfort this holiday season and save while you do it go to brooklinen.com and use promo code get weird for 20 dollars off with a minimum purchase of a hundred dollars that's b-r-o-o-k L-I-N-E-N dot com and enter promo code GETWEIRD for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. Brooklinen.com, promo code GETWEIRD. The holidays are fast approaching and with them comes a whole lot of stress, 
craziness, etc. So why not give yourself the gift of super fast and easy meal prep and cleanup with HelloFresh. HelloFresh has 50 menu and market items to choose from every week. And they've got a whole bunch of options like vegetarian, calorie smart and gourmet choices. That means there is something for everyone around your table. Plus the ingredients travel from the farm to your door in just a week. So you get the convenience without skimping on quality or needing to endure a trip to the grocery store. You guys know I love HelloFresh. I literally last week made a recipe called Epic Nacho Mac and Cheese. It's basically mac and cheese with uh, tortilla chips in it. It's nachos, it's mac and cheese, it's epic. It's all of the things and it satisfied me and Elliot and uh, I think anyone else that would have come near our house at that time. If you're interested, go to hellofresh.com slash TMGW14 and use code TMGW14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. That's hellofresh.com slash TMGW14 and the code TMGW14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Uh, did you see this story that, um, I thought this was very interesting there, you know, the sport curling. Of course I do. It's another, uh, where is our documentary on curling? It probably already exists. Right. But this was a, a very interesting thing that recently happened in the world of curling. Oh shit. I think a week, uh, maybe this last week. Uh, so they had like a live stream, um, through a Dutch programming Thing of the curling like finals that were going to lead to the final spots in the Beijing Olympics. Oh yeah, which are like next month or something. It's crazy. Yeah, so at this Olympic qualification event that happened in the Netherlands, uh, they said that they were told that on ice ads uh, were fine. However, there was a sex toy sponsorship. Yeah, because the Netherlands that ran uh, live on the ice during the qualifications, uh, it was from Easy Toys is the name of the company. Okay, not, not too crass. Yeah, on ice ads with Easy Toys, the name and the non-explicit logo apparently were too much for the U.S. <gasps> audience. Uh, and so they canceled the live stream. What? And also in Japan, they canceled the live stream. Too much for American audiences? Yeah, USA Curling tweeted uh, this past Sunday that the video of the Americans open round match was not available due to, quote, an unforeseen sponsorship conflict with the local organizing committee. Isn't wow. that wild? We're not that prude. And also, if it's just easy toys as a... Well, is know, it because they didn't want, like, kids to go on do there? Do kids watch curling? curling? That's my question. Oh. Is like, who is the audience here? Yeah, I want to know the kid that, like, is obsessed with curling. And goes, you know what? I'm here for the ads only. You know what? I'm I here for the live on ice ads. I want to su <laughs> support this sport. Make sure that they're getting the click so I can still get the stream. Yeah, exactly. Easy toys. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. Okay. Um... So that was the Netherlands in the Netherlands. Yeah, in uh, in Belgium or in yeah in the Netherlands, uh, and so yeah, they didn't get it explicitly uh, confirmed. But Easy Toys is uh, they build themselves as the market leader in the Netherlands and Belgium. Well, okay, two things. Mm -hmm. One, if I had a sex toy company in the Netherlands, I would name it Nether Have I Ever. That's wonderful. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> so much i just needed to go ahead and throw that out there um second of all when you have ads mm -hmm. in curling 
Is it a thing where they just kind of like do special effects so it looks like in the ice? Or or is there an ad under the ice? No. So they were like, uh, sorry, we can't Zamboni that out. We've painted it into the ice. You know what I mean? I'm assuming that it's like when you watch the NFL that it's like, uh, you know, on the football field, but it's not actually. It's not actually on the football field. Yeah, it's a graphic that lays over that looks like it's imprinted on there. So I think it's that. But I think in curling, there's obviously less of a frenzied environment going on. So I think Mm. the ads are probably pretty prominent on the ice. That's true. I just went to easytoys.com. Yeah. It's not crass. No. You see tasteful modern vibrators, some disco balls, the and like a looks wonderful butt plugs that you would not even know what they were. Right. And also what child is, you know, watching curling and then on their phone just immediately looking up easy toys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, now, I'm, if there's a vibrator that looked like the curling thing, that would have been a nice integration. Honestly, honestly that is, I think, maybe their next steps. Oh, my God. Uh, but yeah, I thought, you know, curling is due to be spiced up a little bit. Yeah, I would say so. I say lean in. <laughs> yeah. Lean in. Like the best thing that could happen to a nerdy sport is when like, uh, like, let's say there was a sport that no one had a, a ton of interest in. But mm-hmm. then like that top athlete was on the front of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Yeah. You need adding a little spice. Also, it's nice. Yeah. And also, if you're watching curling. It's a very sexy episode. I, very Thunder sexy. from down under to curling Wow. Oh, we are hitting two demos. <laughs> Old and sexually curious. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think the idea that curling as a sport could mm-hmm. support sex toys, I would uh, be front row at the next curling event. Absolutely. I if, think if, it speaks volumes for the sport. If like in between when they have like the Zamboni come in or whatever, you know, or when, when they, they shuffle, the- <laughs> when they shuffle the ice, if they act like let an audience member like curl mm-hmm. a vibrator or something, that'd it's, be amazing. I mean, the integrated branding is uh, right there. OK, I have another. Well, here's another sex uh adjacent thing okay i was thinking about it today Mm -hmm. which i don't know if it is explained but i thought tis the season Mm. was joseph a virgin (laughs) (laughs) wait jonas no joseph joseph jonas brother well we know they were all virgins (laughs) with their purity rings no there was the virgin mary but like, oh, you're, was okay, homie we're speaking a vir- biblically. We're okay. Speaking biblically. <laughs> okay, okay. But was homie a virgin too? Or was he just like, no, nah, I've been around, but I'm, like now I'm dating a virgin. Okay, I'm looking at, was Joseph from the manger a virgin? A virgin. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I can place him. <laughs> the manger. Uh, so, okay, it's just uh, the canad- uh, canonical gospels uh, created a problem. They stated clearly that Mary was a virgin when she conceived Jesus and that Joseph was not the father, yet Joseph's... Uh-huh. Where is this? Where is this? Uh, hold on. That was the lead into this. I'm just saying because I'm like, was Joseph also a virgin? And then Mary, and then they had the baby, and then it was like, I get... Then, like... What happens after? Did they have have sex after? I mean, there's a did whole... He, did he die a virgin? Was he a deadbeat dad? I don't know anything between manger and cross. <sighs> Truly. <laughs> that I mean, that is, you know, you 
I, maybe by reading the Bible we'd know, but who's Hell got no. the time? Who has the damn time? I have tables to scape. Okay. Just read me out in the comments about why I don't know anything between the Last Supper Mary, and the first did day. Did you know that the manger scene was uh, happening on April 1st? The whole thing was a joke. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Exactly. That just shows you what a good actor Joseph is. <laughs> Yeah, what did Joseph even do? What was his whole... I think he was a carpenter. No, Jesus was a carpenter. I'm not sure. (laughs) But I was just thinking about it today. I don't know why it popped him in my head, but I was like, oh, but was was it a pair of virgins? And then it's like, oh, shit, we're about to have a baby. He was the legal father of Jesus. Um, Some gospels name him as the brother of Jesus. Because technically, Jesus didn't have any of the DNA. Uh, ha- so okay did we so do it's a more like it's uncle me? joseph <laughs> we did a 23 and me look quickly. we don't we don't have to go into all the chronicles <laughs> i'll tell you i'm the wrong one to ask about that i don't really know we'll speak uh to yeah. our specifically okay, religious audience according to algorithms 314 <laughs> <laughs> okay this speaks to your interests outside Ooh. of religion Okay. Did you see that an Australian man broke the Guinness record with the world's loudest burp? No. Yeah. And he just, was that at a competition or has he been like hanging around with like a decibel counter? So there is a video. Uh, the new record for the loudest burp has been beaten for the first time in over 10 years. <gasps> it's an Australian man. 10 years. Uh, Neville Sharp. Uh, Neville's. Neville is, you only find a Neville and. He Australia. Is, he said his wife encouraged him to go for the record, and he spent five years preparing no. by honing the strength and noise level of his belches. So he his belch uh, or burp measured 112 decibels. I don't know what that is, but I need so to find out. I looked up what is like what does that mean? Yeah, and so comparable the, to yeah, what's a decibel level? And so there's. Uh, I saw this little chart on like pulsainstruments.com or something. And so a 50 decibel level is a quiet office. Uh, a 70 decibel level is a toilet flushing or a vacuum cleaner. Okay. Um, 80 is heavy traffic. Uh, 100 is a handheld drill or a sander. Okay. Uh, 110 is a chainsaw. Whoa, that's pretty loud. And so he's at 112. They have here 120 is like a jackhammer. So he's somewhere between a chainsaw and a jackhammer. Grace? I uh, haven't played this video, by the way. Oh, wait, there's a video? Of him belching. Do you want to hear it? Of course I, I do, because I think I can burp that's what quite I, loud. I downloaded a decibel app if we want to try if you've got <laughs> a burp I inside. Ha- well, the one day I drink still water. I know. That's why I was like, oh, she's not <laughs> drinking. I'll assess when I go over if she's drinking club soda. <laughs> well, no, I'll practice this week and then we'll try to do it on the show next week. Okay, let on me see. On the show, I said. <laughs> on the show. Let me see if this plays. Okay. Whoa. Do it again. It's still. 110.0. And there's Whoa. the decibel meter that they're looking at. Okay, okay I'll play I gotta it one buy more a decibel time. meter. Hold on, let me. One hundred and ten point zero. Okay. Wow. Okay. That so is, is really loud. I think you. I think what's happening. If I'm gonna talk technique. Yeah. I think you burp and you kind of like scream at the same time. Yeah, burp scream. The. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, burp scream. Uh, no, I think that is very loud. But I also that was his wife who encouraged him. His wife encouraged him. He said, the, "I'm grossed out. I could never difficult, have sex with that." <laughs> he said the most difficult part of the record was gathering the proper equipment to accurately measure the volume of his emissions. Yeah, the burp bank. I love that it's an emission. It, like when you try to get the world record, you are it's your submission of an emission. Yeah, yeah. What's the world's loudest fart? Oh gosh, I don't know. Uh, I would not want to be that decibel counter. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. Well, the good thing is Neville says, my reason for attempting to break this record was to be a world record holder. The secondary reason was because the world record had been held by an Englishman for (gasps) over 10 years. Whoa, the shade of it all. So he's bringing it back to Australia, I guess. Wow. Incredible. Wow. Well, I'm curious when you get a day that you feel ready and we can measure and just see how it scales comparative to Neville. I think it'll be a day that I want to have a couple beers before because it's the beers that are really going to do it. You do, you know, Celine has her methods of preparing for her concerts. I need to drink beer and don't look me in the eye. (laughs) I'm on vocal rest and I'm only (laughs) eating carbonated. Only white flowers. (laughs) Um, I saw an ad pop up today on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me grab it. I'll show it to you. Okay. I'll put it on. Um, I'm sure people have seen it, but I'll also put it on Patreon. It popped up. You know how Lisa Rinna has a lip gloss line or yeah. lip liner line, whatever it is. Some she has one that's called the Amelia lip kit, which is her daughter. Mm-hmm. But the ad is both of them like Whoa. on a motorcycle together. And I saw it and I was like, that's a. That's mother and daughter. It's quite sexual looking. It, the motorcycle's like parked against a brick wall and Lisa's laying on top of it and then her daughter's laying on top of her and they're both yeah. in like corsets and jeans. Yeah, like they're, a they're Calvin both Klein in, ad. They both got like 80s bouffant hair, but like, Is it could you imagine taking that photo with your mother? Um, No, but I also can't, ima- <laughs> I can't imagine my mom being Lisa Rinna. <laughs> can't imagine dating <laughs> scott disick there's a lot about their entire worlds that i can't put myself into no oh. i know it's just i can't imagine marketing adult diapers but that's about the only right. thing i can enter into in that world it's just i saw it and i and it took me a second and then i went wait a second she's getting on a motorcycle to straddle her mom this is the best way to sell a lip kit to sell lipstick a lip kit is it like a an homage to like an old photo or something no i think the Uh, hair and makeup it looks very like 80s supermodel like very cindy crawford in the coke or pepsi ads i'm not sure i think coke uh but like no Anyway, I yeah. just had to get that. I needed someone else to know about this. They do confusing things. They do. You know, and uh, the housewives continue <laughs> to. I hope there's some, you know, psychology majors out there that are truly studying the housewives. And yeah, me too. The uh, ability for them to become either more authentic or completely inauthentic <laughs> in themselves. Because oh. it is absolutely insane this is a very vague um critter corner mm-hmm. the squirrels in my neighborhood have gotten too confident the squirrels oh we yes. had cats last week which i saw a cat just sitting on the sidewalk when i walked in here earlier and i was yeah. like this cat is casing the joint right now <laughs> that cat likes to shit anywhere anywhere yeah but no the squirrels have gotten too confident i was 
I feel like they're just taking over. Yeah. And I don't like it because mm. I don't trust squirrels. I don't enjoy them. I hate them. Yeah. But they're they're <laughs> Okay, we got to it. We got to how you really feel. <laughs> I don't enjoy them. I hate them. Okay. We walked up and we got right to the front door of that thought. They're not to be fucking trusted. And what's happening is they're all getting kind of fat for winter, right? Yeah, they are. So they're storing it up. Mm -hmm. Two things. Hmm. One, they're all coming to my front yard to eat. Because I'm... What do you got out there? No, because I'm finding dropped half-eaten pieces of fruit... That then is just rotting in my front yard. So I'm having to go so through you, and like clean up the fucking leftovers. Your front is just the break room for yeah. them. That's amazing. That then they realize really quickly they got to leave <laughs> and they drop it. So I'm like uh, over here as like the squirrel bus boy. Wow. Wow. And then also they like they ha- they don't know that they've gained weight. Oh, yeah, so yeah. they still think they can like jump yeah. as much as they can and then, very the, and then the struggle happens yeah you know and they're just like grasping <laughs> to stay under the tree and i was walking beans the other day and i'm walking and i see a squirrel on a little fence and i'm like oh this fuck uh-huh. i'm like don't you dare come near me and then it stays up there and as i'm going it jumps over my head into the tree and starts struggling and like the limb is dipping from the weight of this like Neck, really? this nut storing motherfucker and it's like at the end of like a bungee jump when you're still like yeah. just kind of like going it was doing that above my head and i was so frozen in fear i've never seen that before oh my god that they just okay they think that they're a certain body weight they're different and they can't do what they used to do yeah yeah essentially this is an out of shape athlete who like goes back in and is like I got this and then they're like winded in the first quarter oh no yeah so all these fucking squirrels still think they got summer bod (laughs) and they're like almost (laughs) dropping on my head and they're doing it right around you wow okay I'll have to keep my eyes out more I haven't seen all that we have a hawk that's going around our neighborhood right now oh beans could never I know that literally the other day I was like Goose has gotten, speaking of squirrels getting fat, Goose is a fat girl winter bod right now, which is cute, but we got to, you know, make some changes. Well, really? In diet or exercise? Um, You know, I think just mentally. (laughs) 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 I mean, I think she seems great. Okay. Uh, But I was like telling Elliot, I was like, because this hawk was like going around our house in a full circle again and again. Super terrifying. They could never lift Goose. Also super beautiful, but I kept wondering, I was like, is this like when you look in your rearview mirror and this thing looks a different size? Yes. Are they going to come down here and not realize till what they're on top of her that she's a much bigger creature? A hawk and could I'm come down come here. and like try to lift one leg and then yeah. just realize Goose is still asleep yeah. and just drop the leg. Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, we have got to look. We've got so much to do. We've, we've got, got so much to do. We have got- tablescaping to brainstorm. Truly, I'm looking at ones in, in Tennessee. I'm looking up all over the place. Uh. You guys, watch the documentary. So you know what we're talking about and then Please. go back and listen because it's it's unreal. It's incredible. I think it's on like HBO Max. Oh my or god, something. the Tennessee Discovery State Plus. The Tennessee State Fair has arm wrestling too. Okay, okay. we got a we lot. Gotta, our arms have to do many things in the future. A cornhole so. tournament. Okay, we got we you got to shut it down <laughs> and we and we got to <laughs> drive to Palm Springs. So, hey guys, listening, just one more really quick thing. Mm-hmm. We have two shows that still have tickets. It's the only shows we yeah. have booked out because Boston and Philly are sold out. We have got New York and we have got Tampa. Tampa in January. So get those tickets. Yes, because this got weird. 